Hey, mama. So in today's episode, I am sitting down with Dresden Palms, and she is talking to us about all things business finances. Dresden is a believer, wife, mother to two beautiful girls, and owner of Palms Pro Books. She is on a mission to help service-based women entrepreneurs grow and scale their business with accounting services. Her number one goal is to help them build a solid financial foundation to equip them to build generational wealth and legacies for their families. So tune in to learn some great tips on managing your business finances and prepping for the tax season. Hey, Mama. Welcome to the Mama Turn Mompreneur Podcast. I'm Andrea Singletary, a wife, mom of two, podcaster, and former virtual assistant turned podcast manager and consultant. Friend, I know you're tired of offering all the things as an online service provider. You're tired of working endless hours throughout the week and not earning an income to match how hard you are working. You desire to grow and scale your business, but you're not sure how or where to even begin. If you're ready to get the full scoop on how to successfully grow and scale your business without, wait for it, sacrificing motherhood or your sanity, grab your coffee, pull out that notebook and pen, put in those earbuds, and let's dig in. So today on the Mama Turn Mompreneur podcast, we have a very special guest. I'm sitting down with Dresden Palms, and she is going to be telling us all about business finances and all that good stuff, especially as we're gearing up for tax season. So Dresden, tell us a little bit about who you are and your family. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. So as she mentioned, my name is Dresden Palms, and my husband and I actually have two young girls. My oldest will be three at the end of January, and my youngest actually just turned one. And they are really the main reason why I started my whole journey um, on starting my own business. That way I could be more present with them. And now I have a huge heart to serve other mompreneurs so that they can do the same. I love that. And so speaking of your business, tell us a little bit more about that. Like, I know you say you serve mompreneurs, but what exactly do you do? Sure. So I really like the creative female entrepreneurs. So those in the beauty industry or those who do like interior designers or they see like creativity, colors and those types of things. And I found that I really complement their minds well. So Oftentimes, the people that I work with really struggle with the numbers of their business. So they, they're not really sure how their finances work. They, they don't really have a good system in place in order to help grow and scale their business. So what I do, I come alongside them at any stage. So if they're just starting, I can teach them how to do it themselves. Or for those who are a little bit bigger and ready to grow even faster, I can be their outsourced financial team. So I do a lot of bookkeeping and accounting services, but I also offer financial advisement. Wow, that is awesome. So jumping into business finances, why is it important to manage your finances as a business owner? Yes, that it is so crucial in order to have some sort of financial understanding in business, whether that be something that you're 
skilled in or whether you have a partner to kind of help you understand what your financial reports are telling you. That way you can use the information to make wise and strategic decisions about growth. So without having the information in place about understanding where your business is financially and the health of it, you really don't know how much you can pay yourself or when it's going to be beneficial to make a next investment. Say you needed to invest in a coach or you're thinking about adding on team members. It's really not going to help you and could honestly really hinder your growth if you don't have the capacity to take it on. Got it. Mm -hmm. And so what systems and processes should be in place for managing your business finances? Sure. So it really depends on the stage that the business owner is in. So for those who are brand new, they can get by with a simple Excel spreadsheet. I recommend that they have no more than 20 or 30 transactions in their bank account every month if they're going to go the Excel route. Because when you're doing it that way, it becomes less efficient. You don't really have a proper way to reconcile or do some of the other financial management tasks. But for those just starting out, you can get by. Now, I like to use QuickBooks. I think it's very universal. It connects with a ton of different apps and pulls things in automatically. And it can really streamline your processes and make things a lot more efficient for you, saving you time. And it produces those financial reports so that you can really plan and strategize for your growth. With that being said, the other thing that's really crucial is to keep your business and personal finances separate. So having a separate bank account is going to make it a lot cleaner. And especially for those who have LLCs, you really have to have a separate bank account because it keeps you safe in your corporate veil and then it protects you with that personal liability as well. Yeah, that's awesome. So you mentioned a couple of tools like using an Mm -hmm. Excel spreadsheet or QuickBooks. So what tools would you recommend for managing business finances? So do you have any other ones outside of like QuickBooks that you generally recommend to your clients? Yes. So QuickBooks is my number one recommendation. Now, I primarily work with QuickBooks online. Desktop is another option for those who have a lot higher accounting needs because there's there's different sales tax tracking in the desktop version or like if you're doing a whole POS out of QuickBooks, then you might need the enterprise version of desktop. But for all of my clients, we have gotten by with QuickBooks online and I love it because that's the most integrative and desktop is a lot more manual. But if you get anything from this podcast, please note, never use the self-employed version of QuickBooks because it locks you in and all it's really doing, it's basically like a glorified Excel spreadsheet. So you can really only track income and expenses, but you can't reconcile. You have nothing on your balance sheet and so forth. So it really limits you and then you can't upgrade from there. So you would have to completely start fresh with a whole new QuickBooks account. So at a minimum, if you're going to go that route, start with Simple Start. They have limited features, but it's still great for anybody just starting out in business. And you can upgrade from there once you're ready for like essentials or plus and so forth. So QuickBooks, I think, is the number one tool. And then for those who maybe have contractors or employees, I love Gusto. I think that that's the most user-friendly payroll platform. You can pay like contractors through direct deposit. You can pay employees. You can track your time and it integrates directly into QuickBooks. So you wouldn't have to go in and do all of the journal entries, you can do a mapping. So it takes care of all of that for you. All you have to do is go in and enter your hours, process it, and you're good to go. And then the other recommendation I have for you is to find a system for keeping track of your receipts. So you really want to keep your documentations for seven years because that's as far back as the IRS can go. 
in the event that you ever got audited. So what I actually advise my clients is just to snap a picture on your phone and email it to yourself. And then you can just categorize it into different folders for each year and you have it all digitally. So you don't have to worry about like that crumpled piece of paper thrown into a shoebox that you really can't read anyways. Yeah, those are all great tips. And it's funny that you mentioned like the two different types of QuickBooks. And back when I was a VA, I had one client who did the self-employed QuickBooks and then another client who had the online one. And it is completely different. Like the self-employed one, like you said, it's very limiting. And she quickly saw that because her business was quickly growing. And so she ended up having to switch to something else, but it's like she had to start from fresh. And so that's pretty frustrating. But yeah, with the receipts, because I usually purchase things digitally, so like online and everything. And I have like a folder in my email where I just save everything in there. So that way, like, and I categorize it by year. And so, yeah, that's a very great tip. Like, especially, like you said, if you're making purchases online and those receipts are coming in through your email, just quickly categorize them, you know, in your email. So that way you can easily access them. So yes, all great tips. And I was curious, are you familiar with Wave Accounting? Have you had any clients use that one? I have heard about it. Um, I actually am in a group full of 400 other bookkeepers and accountants. We kind of talk through some scenarios and, you know, give tips and advice on different things. So I haven't personally worked with Waves. I've had some clients who have used FreshBooks. But from my understanding on talking with a lot of my peers, they have some finicky quirks, if you will, and don't have the most robust accounting features. So somebody who's very simple and really needs something free, Waves could get you by in the beginning. But again, as your business grows, it's not going to be able to help you grow and scale once you get bigger. So then you would be looking into starting all over again once you integrate into a more robust accounting software such as QuickBooks. So it's really up to you on like where your business is, if you can afford. So Simple Start starts out at like $30 a month. I can get you 30% off for the first year, which comes to $21 a month. So it's really not like a huge price point, you know, but you know, when people are starting out fresh, free is Free is always great. Yeah. Just keep in mind that there are some things that they can't really be fixed. So if something got accounted for wrong in Waves or FreshBooks, they have a lot more issues on trying to remap them, correct them, and get things accurate going forward. Got it. And I'll have to make sure I get your affiliate link for QuickBooks so we can include that in the show notes. Yes, that would be great. Yeah. Okay. So Oh my gosh, this is all great information. And I love that because I'm, I'm kind of like going through my own business as we're talking. So I'm doing the right things. <laughs> <laughs> so what would be your top three tips for managing business finances? Mm, yes, my top three tips. I mean, I've already covered one of them, but definitely keep business and personal finances separate. And then the second tip would be don't wait. Don't try to push it off until the end of the year because once you're trying to go back and manage a full year's worth of everything, it becomes a huge thing and it can be very overwhelming and stressful for you as a business owner, especially when you're trying to look back at things from, say, March or April and you're like, okay, I know that I went to Walmart. Was this really a business expense or was this personal? And then you lose track of what you purchased clear back then and the likelihood of you maybe having the receipt still or not, you know, it just gets a lot more overwhelming trying to piece it all together 
when you're doing it at the end of the year to prepare for taxes. So at a minimum, I advise my clients to at least do it quarterly. And if you can do it monthly, that is even better um, because then it breaks it up into itty bitty chunks that are a lot more digestible for you. It's way easier for you to remember things from 30 days ago than it was, say, uh, 60 plus days ago, you know. Yeah, that's really good. That's something I I set aside a day each month to go through my accounting and track everything. And if I need to make sure I categorize something correctly, I go in and do that. But yeah, you're right. Like you want to do it while it's still fresh on your mind instead of waiting until like right before you have to pay your taxes and (laughs) you're like trying to figure it all out and you're stressing. So definitely set aside a at least a day, like one day a month. And I I like that better just because you don't want to stress. You don't want to like try to remember back to months ago or anything like that. Um, And if you just get in the habit of doing it, it makes it so much easier. So like I schedule one day a month and it's like usually falls on the same day each month. And I just take that time to do it. And it doesn't take that long. So... That's perfect. And I also have another story to share with you guys. So if you guys are going through and waiting, you know, even at a quarterly rate to try and do your your bookkeeping, think about a time when maybe you've had a fraud incident or say you had some fraud theoretically in your account. If you're waiting quarterly, the banks really only will go back as far as like 30 days or 60 days maximum. So if you're waiting and you had three months worth of fraudulent charges, say they're $100 each, that's $300 that you're out of your bank. The likelihood is you'll only recover one of those payments for $100 and then you're out the extra 200. But if you're keeping up with it frequently, you would have caught that your first month and gotten everything back. Mm, That's wow. That is something to really think about. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for a mompreneur that's starting out, what would you recommend that she does? Like she's just starting her business. She wants to, you know, start things out the right way. Like what tips would you have for her? Sure. So my first tip would be to give yourself grace. You are learning so much in the beginning and there is so many different things that go into starting your own business and it can be really overwhelming trying to learn marketing, trying to make all the the strategies for whether you're service-based or product-based and getting everything implemented and then trying to do your finances on top of it while having young kids. So it definitely can be a huge learning curve. So my number one piece of advice is to give yourself grace and patience and take it one day at a time. Just do a little bit each day rather than trying to get it all accomplished in one day because there's always going to be something new waiting for you tomorrow. And then for those with little ones, one of the biggest things that I found helpful, my daughter is very high energy and she's always got to be like hands busy, always doing something like she just has a lot of energy. So I have found that doing like sensory boxes and like changing them out gives her something new and fresh each day. And it buys me a little bit more time to try and get some tasks done while she's playing with her new bin. Well, those are great tips. (laughs) Thank you. And then on the finance side, if finance isn't something that you feel strong in, it may might not like be a, something that clicks for you. I always recommend finding somebody, even if it's a family friend who really understands money management, and then see if they're willing to help you learn the tasks because you don't want to start your business from a place where 
there's errors going into it because then those things are just going to magnify and get bigger and bigger over time. So you really want to build that strong financial foundation from the beginning. That way it sets you up for success going forward. Wow, that's great, great, great tips. Thank you so much for sharing. So we're entering into tax season. So what tips and tricks do you have for us for getting prepared for your tax season? Of course. So gearing up for tax season, while it's important to keep record of those receipts, your tax preparer really doesn't need to see all of that. What they're really looking for is just a clean report of this was the income and then here are a list of all of my expenses. And then they are relying on you to have those accurate and up to date going forward and then just keeping track of proof should you ever get audited. So my number one piece of advice also is to try and be on top of it towards the beginning of tax season rather than pushing it off till late March, early April, because at that point, a lot of the tax repairs are getting overwhelmed. They're having a lot of people coming in and typically the harder clients they have saved towards later in the tax season because they're waiting on information. So my advice to you, if you can be ahead of it, try to get it done sooner because the, the tax repair is a lot more fresh. They're usually a lot more easier to work with. The communication is usually faster when you're corresponding and trying to do those types of things. And then also, I like to find a tax repair who works with you to plan. So some of the people, some of my clients like to have that planning appointment like the end of third quarter. That way they still have time to strategize and make investments if they need to or invest in like a 401k to maximize their tax savings before December 31st. Very good. Thank you so much for sharing that. All right. So as we wrap up, I want to know what is your number one mompreneur hack? Hmm. My number one mompreneur hack, well, I feel like I kind of already mentioned it with my daughter who's very high energy with the sensory toys. Those have been a lifesaver for me. But then also like giving myself grace and just my my faith is a huge part of me and who I am. And so finding time to bring God in the midst of it and starting my day off fresh gives me the strength to kind of get through my day just because I, I know that I couldn't do it all on my own strength. So definitely those two things. I try to really be patient and I just, I'm so incredibly thankful for the clients that I have because they understand that I'm a mom and have you know young girls in the background. And there definitely are days when my daughter, you might hear her screaming in the background some days and I'm just like, oh my goodness, it gets a little overwhelming. But then there's days when it's just perfect. So knowing that each day brings something new and while it might be hard this one day, never quit, never give up because tomorrow's going to be better. Yes. Love that so much. And yes, faith, like that's everything. I make sure I get up in the morning before the kids get up so I can have that one-on-one time with God to kind of get me going for the day and everything. So definitely right there with you. Well, before we get off, I would love to have you share with my audience how they can connect with you and what ways they can work with you. Sure. So I'm on Facebook at Dresden Palms. You can just friend request me. I'm more than happy to connect with you there. I'm also on Instagram. It's Dresden.PalmsProBooks. And then I also have my website. It's just PalmsProBooks.com. And then you can also email me. Um, You can message me on any social media platform, but my email is Dresden at PalmsProBooks.com. I'm more than happy. Like I just want to help you. So if you guys have any questions, even if you aren't quite ready for ongoing services and 
so forth, I would just be more than happy to kind of give you that strong foundation, answer any questions that you have. That way you, you can get set up and be on the right track going forward. Yeah, I will make sure that we link all of that in the show notes. But thank you so much for sharing your wisdom about business finances and um, explaining it in a way that we all can understand and, you know, apply it in our business. So thank you so much. You're welcome. And I did think of one more thing. Yeah. I do have a free PDF. It's a basic bookkeeping guide. So for anybody who is trying to do it themselves, I have broken it up into some really key tips and information to know, and then also what you need to do on a monthly basis to actually get all of your finances in order going forward. So I think it's a really helpful PDF that I would like to get to you to share as well. Yeah, definitely. We can link it in the show notes. Okay, perfect. All right. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. No problem. Mama, thank you so much for taking some time out of your busy day to hang with me. If this podcast just gave you the confidence boost and insight you needed to take your online business to the next level, Will you do me a huge favor and share this episode with all your mompreneur friends? Sharing this episode and leaving a review will help us to reach all the mamas out there who are ready to take their current business to the next level without sacrificing motherhood or their sanity. I love, love, love reading your reviews. Also, I am all about community and building a village. I would love it if you join me over in the Mama Turn Mompreneur Facebook group. Remember, you are doing amazing, Mama. Much love, and I will chat with you again soon.